Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Welcome to the Olive Podcast Happy to Host series. I'm Janine, Olive's Deputy Editor. And I'm Gerd, Olive's regular columnist and trends expert. This series will be asking some of our favourite food creators how they entertain, from cosy gatherings to feeding a crowd. And we'll be getting plenty of tips and tricks to help raise your hosting game, just in time for the party season. I'm delighted to welcome my friend, Sabrina Gio, to the podcast today. Sabrina is a chef and award-winning, best-selling author of seven cookbooks. Her latest flavour was just released in October. And I've seen online you've done a string of amazing looking supper clubs as well. So you're still doing that. I mean, you're very busy, aren't you? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you have to be in today's world because you never know how things are going to change. And I think the pandemic taught me that. But I love the fact that you're, you know, every time I see you, you're cooking, you're creating. And that's why we asked you on today, because we're, we're doing the series about, you know, hosting different types of hosting and different occasions. And I know that you love to cook for people. But first of all, I was going to ask you, um, it's not actually early anymore, but um, if we did have a welcome drink for you, and I'm sorry I don't, uh, which, what would your ideal drink be? Listen, I'm fine with Chateau H2O. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 Load I, of Hammersmith. I love it. Um, I mean, I'm not a massive drinker, but when I do, yeah. there's one thing that has my heart, and that's bubbles. Right. And yeah. I'm I, I'm not a big fan of Prosecco, I'll be honest. I, my Prosecco years are behind me right. because they kill my head. So it, it has to be, whether that's English sparkling or champagne, that's my poison. Do you have sure. go-to ones? 
I do. I mean, is money an object? No, <laughs> this is a fantasy dinner party. It's okay, all good. So if, if money wasn't an object, I'm and I'm not just anything that's expensive, that yeah. doesn't wash with me. Like, I'm not a big fan of, like, the posh crystal, for example. I do like Dom Perignon. Yeah. And mm. I do like vintage Dom. Yeah. And I do specifically <laughs> like vintage Krug. Oh. They're all things I can't afford. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but but I like once that. in a blue moon. Yeah. yeah, you know, I like to pretend to be yeah. an expensive girl. <laughs> but I think it's <laughs> nice instead of a tea yeah. drinking trash bag. But I really I mean. <laughs> but isn't it also nice if you've got something you really love that you you couldn't yeah. get every day or whatever? And totally. someone someone asks you what would you like and money's no object, you yeah. you know exactly That's what you lot. like. I mean, well let's start with your hosting style. And we're both aware me and Gerd were laughing about this, that hosting is a very old fashioned <laughs> term, yeah. but we're kind of trying Bringing to it back. I'll bring it back. <laughs> Tell us about you and how you generally host. Janine, for me, there is only one question to yeah. answer. <laughs> Am I going to embarrass myself with this particular crowd when I show them the real me? I know. <laughs> how well do they know me? Because I'm not going to lie. Even even you, Gerda, I've obviously known Janine a lot longer, but even you already, yeah. I'm like, I met you a few times and I feel <laughs> yeah, super comfortable. Exactly. So I would throw all my energy into cooking and making a feast and providing loads of lovely drinks. Yeah. And then I'd rock out on my PJs with no makeup on. Like my house <laughs> PJs, not my sleep Your house, PJs. Oh, so yeah. there's, there's, oh, there's delirious. The of nice course, ones. I'm not a trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. But, you know, for me, the idea of having friends yeah. around and entertaining are two different mm. things. Okay. Friends love you even if you're a mess. Yeah. They don't care if you haven't cooked. They don't care if you said you were going to cook and then you just got too tired and you ordered a takeout. They might moan and tease you, but it's an understanding. But I think when you entertain, you undertake a little bit of it's a bit of a mission isn't it yeah. because you yeah. want to spoil people you might not know everyone mm. and so there is that sort of bridge between you know yourself and the people that you may know maybe a little bit less than you would like to so you do have to you know put something yeah. nice on wear a bit of makeup and yeah. you know and and put on a, a bit of a show in a nice way but persians not just persians yeah. asians many yeah. cultures it's not like Western Europe. You know, for us, hosting is a big deal. <laughs> hosting a dinner yeah. and, and putting on that formality happens any time you invite someone that yeah. doesn't live under your roof. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it could be your sister. But if your sister's coming over with the whole family... Yeah. You're going all yeah. out. It's cultural. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't. It's not about airs and graces. Yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. you're not doing five dishes. Yeah. You're doing twenty. Yeah. You're not doing this. Yeah. You've got you've got the flowers. You've got yeah. you know you've gone gone and got sweets and pastries and you're going big, but well, it's that constant hospitality. Isn't it, it is, and always being. I think you know in in our household at home we were always ready for. Either two Any people or 20 people. Yeah. And you're just constantly prepared. Always yeah. on. Always don't, on hosting. I mean, don't you kind of... I, I kind of miss that because it was when we were kids yeah. we yeah. don't see that no, anymore not as much and it was lovely because you'd go to any auntie's house yeah. and they'd always have 19 bowls of everything yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, table yeah. and people would go oh is that because your auntie's expecting guests I'm like no there's just like yeah pistachio baklava yeah. you know baby cucumbers fruit yeah you know just just like endless stuff <laughs> and like that's kind of what she always has that on the table yeah. so but today I think realistically I want to make sure my guests have a good time I want to make sure the menu is balanced food mustn't run out drink mustn't run out and I want to make sure they had a good like a yeah. fun evening yeah so I don't do we don't do 
plated courses. No. It's just not in our culture, really. Not that that's bad, but my God, that is even harder work. work. Than, yeah. Yeah, 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 even yeah. hard work for a lot less food, yeah, yeah. actually, quite frankly. Yeah. So we just do one big blanket service of stuff and really put our all into that, mostly into savouries. Oh, okay. Mm. We don't, dessert is a bit of an afterthought mm. in Persian and Broadly, some Asian yeah, culture. Yeah. I wouldn't like to pretend yeah. to know everything, yeah. but roughly, yeah, pretty much. We we bring out fruit and we bring out little sweet things. Yeah. They're not like puddings. Yeah. That's the difference between the British and the rest of the world. I knew when I did my very first supper club, I went, oh, hell no. If these English lot don't get a pudding, they're going to be war. So I made sure the first dessert I did was a proper, like, pudding oh, really worthy. Proper pudding. Not yeah. just like baklava or right. something like that, so... Is there stuff you learned from like, you know, when you are serving at a supper club, 40 people, stuff that you've learned that you've then taken or, or is it the other way around? You take what you learned growing up and cooking um, from your culture to then serve at the supper club or is it a two way street kind of thing? I mean, so the one thing that people forget about me or maybe don't know about me is I've worked in hotels since the mid 90s. Oh, yeah. I've spent 25 years plus in hospitality. Yeah. And I've worked in front of house, back of house, housekeeping, reception, res- reservation, sales, events, you name it. I'm trained to answer the phone in three, ta- three you know, rings. Yeah. I'm like, I'm disciplined by yeah. big hotel groups and, you know, my training. I still at my supper clubs, I yeah. go and work my way around the room and I still refer to people as certain madam because I can't get out yeah. of that, you know, because they are my paying customers. So... Um, the discipline I have sort of picked up through hotels and that kind of the manners of, you know, when you have to go over to a table, you just don't go, hi, everyone, because they're either eating yeah. or in conversation. Mm. I put my hand on my chest and I, I say, wait. I'm terribly sorry to interrupt you. May I? And then, they you know, they turn around and I'm always really ma- well mannered yeah. because... Hey, I was raised that way. Um, and you you also have to understand, not anyone gives a toss about who I am. Sometimes they might not even know. They're just there for a meal. I don't want to ruin it for them yeah. if they're not in it to be like, oh, my God, Sabrina. <laughs> I, lo- I mean, a lot of them are in it to be, I oh, mean, my God, Sabrina. Let's face it, I've seen play, the comments play. under your, your supper clause on Instagram. And everyone's play, like, summer. I can't get a ticket, darling. You're like, there's another one. And, yeah. I just got off a plane. No, yeah, you can't yeah. release them. I'm like, but there's such an eloquence to that. You're always putting your guests first. Yeah. yeah, you have to yeah. because you know it's all about it. There's an element of shame if you don't. There's an element of shame if you can't top up somebody's plate. There's yeah. an element of shame if yes. you, as the host, A, served yourself first, mm. A, sat down. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, B, there's a B after it. <laughs> a, A. And you can't sit down, you can't serve yourself first, yeah. and you really shouldn't be eating as yeah. the host. That's the unwritten rules of Eastern mm. culture. Yeah. And That's, it's not just. Persian, Asian, it's Middle Eastern, it's Greek, it's Turkish, it's Southeast Asian. Mm. That's how we are. That was like a bit Geordie as well. My grandma was a bit like that. She was so busy getting everybody else's food on the plate. But you know, the one thing I know from being married to a Geordie is my husband, he has a a lot of Irish family, you know, and there is a lot of Irish settlement in in Newcastle. And I love that because they are actually quite similar to us, hence 
we have a lot of Irish cousins in my family because it marries well. Food is huge. Family is huge. Fun is huge. It's just cultural where families are sort of very big. But what being growing up Persian taught me Mm -hmm. is, you know, my grandma wrote me into making trays of tea when I was five or six. Mm. Like, it's not a thing. We don't worry about health and safety in Burns. (laughs) Show you how to press the kettle and you'll go, your aunties are coming, so you better get the tea tray around. You better get all the teacups around the glass ones with the teaspoons and the plates and, you know, put the sweets out and then I want you to pour the tea and once all your aunties sit round, you pass the tray round and I was in labour, like, (laughs) you know, enslaved from a young age. But that's normal. You know, even even in England, we've been, you know, Mm. kids worked here from a very young age. We look at it now like it's nuts, but it's us that don't trust our kids. Yeah, Mm. That's all. So true. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I was worried we'd bring back the same team. I meant those blackout motorized shades. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Hall of Fame son. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. So let's talk a little bit more about sort of the food and drink. So when people arrive, are you kind of, do you have like arrival nibbles? Are they straight into the feast? Do you have like a a sort of signature drink you greet people with? Uh, Yeah, my signature drink is champagne. Yes, okay, we've got (laughs) that. Do you know why? Because I just don't have to mix it, shake it, make it, you know. I'm just like bottles over there, knock yourself out. (laughs) Amazing. You know, there's an endless supply. There's a straw, Just just be be plentiful with it. There's, uh, and then you can just leave people to do that. And there's a magic about giving people champagne, isn't it? Mm. They love it because it's like, oh, it's special. Because even if you're, then you don't have to gauge, are you red, are you white? You know, that's the thing with me is I don't drink wine. So I've had to get good with wine over the years and yeah. understand what goes with what, but yeah. it's not my preference. So yeah. I, I I focus on that and put it on the dinner table. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. So champagne, because it's nice yeah. and easy. But, you know, there were times that I used to do canapes. Yeah. And canapes are like mini bastard meals <laughs> that you just curse. You think they're a good idea because you think that you're going to impress people. And then yeah. you're like, bastard, this is just five extra exactly. dishes that I And no one remembers them. And no. nobody, well, they do, but then you, it's just, oh, it's food it's in God and Food in miniature yeah. is yeah. Satan yeah. incarnated yeah. in human form. Like, you know, it's just, <laughs> from years of catering, yeah, yeah. I hate making canapes now. So I try not to feed them too much. There yeah. might be crisps or olives just because 
And that's just the nature, yeah. especially when people don't know you. They might think she's got nothing. <laughs> but if they know what was about to come yes. within the next you half have, an yeah, hour, yeah. And there's they'd a lot. be like, I wouldn't have eaten Yeah, you're pacing them, exactly. I've been round your house for lunch once and I was like, who else is coming? Yeah, but we had, I even remember we had a breakfast. And she kept going, are you sure that's all you... Is that, do you want some more? Do you want to take some? I think I went away with a doggy bag anyway, amazing. but it was it was a delightful spread of food. It was amazing. I love it. So is there a killer dish then that, that always impresses or that you're always your kind of go-to for entertaining? Or is it about having that abundance of different things? I mean, yeah, I just, I don't know what's what has led me to this thought but maybe because I live in the north I'm now married to a northerner and and have two stepsons that are northern and then I'm Persian on top of it like the it just needs to be me basically like you know my husband he doesn't do anything that's green the kids are actually pretty good with things like that trying those different things generally I think people I don't really have. I only have a couple of friends that are vegetarian. Yeah. And they're really super easygoing veggies. Um, I don't really have a lot of people that aren't meat lovers yeah. in my life. Not by choice. I just yes. like to put that out yeah. there. I'm good with vegans. Yeah. I don't have a problem with them. Um, but it's meat tends to get the, yeah. ooh. Yeah. Ah, you okay. know, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. All you need to do to a roast is season it and chuck it in an oven. <laughs> And it's, it's way less yeah. labour than everything else. And you must have some special store cupboard things that you are a big fan of. You know, like flavour boosters, right? I know yeah. you love cumin, for I, example. I could probably... You know, the funny thing is I don't actually love cumin. That's the funny thing. No, because if it's used when it's abused, it can be really mm, unpleasant. Yeah, it, it is a Cumin is a wonderful ingredient yeah. to use in tandem with other things. Other things, things yeah, yeah. So, like, we have a cumin rice that I know India has as well. They call it jira rice. Yeah. We rice, call it yeah. zire polo. And I really don't like that. Really? Is it yeah. too much? It's just too whoa. Well, but yeah. I like cumin when it's balanced with yeah. cinnamon and other yeah, spices. Really nice. But um, for me, uh, cupboard staples... I mean, I I could probably one day write a thousand ways with Harissa. Yeah, I agree. And I'm I'm constantly raiding the same store cupboard when I write my books, which Mm. is, you know, I kind of think they are my bit of a charlatan. Are they are they going to cotton on to me eventually? But that's so great. You you know, if you say Harissa, you can take it in so many different directions. You know, you can kind of sweeten it up, you can sour it, and that's what's beautiful because you've bought that jar of harissa and then you've got lots of things to do with it yeah yeah. so then when it comes to hosting in terms of the sort of the atmosphere the vibe are you a table setting person are you a candles person (laughs) are you a loud music person are you a disco ball person what's the vibe what's the atmosphere (laughs) i think i'm the person who realized she hasn't even put any cutlery on the table um napkins on i have beautiful linen napkins but there's no way they're ever coming out because (laughs) they're too beautiful yeah because they're too beautiful yeah but all my food has either harissa or turmeric in it you cannot get get those things out of there so I'm like a not, let's not worry about the aesthetics people because the food has always got, so, they're just like, oh my God, I didn't think there was any, there's no more room on the table, Sabrina. I was like, well, I yeah. got six more dishes yeah. to make yeah. room. So and the yeah. food is the, the tablescape. The food is the tablescape. Amazing. And it's, I love it. the, it's the same thing when I go to supper clubs and 
you know, the venues are like, Sabrina, we were thinking you're doing, you know, really nice floral arrangement, especially the first supper oh, club really? that they want. <laughs> yeah, because one's at a castle, one's at Fortnum and Mason. So they're lovely venues. Yeah, of course. They want to dress it up. They but, do. Yeah. And they're like, we're thinking of doing these. And, put, and I'm like, clear the tables, <laughs> get everything off the table apart from cutlery and a napkin and minimal glassware. Don't yeah. even yeah. waste your time. They're like, really? Not even a little flower arrangement? And I'm like, I'm telling you. And then when service hits, they're like, oh. So, so like calling in extra tables to like put yeah, the dishes on. Yeah. We do like a, you know, the the that's the good thing about working in hospitality before. You know, I used to run events, so yeah. I know exactly. I'm like, right, let's stage a table. Right, okay, no, where are the rest of the plates? No, you need more. Da, 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 da. Oh my god, there should be more people like you. I mean, I went to quite a trendy it's restaurant, particular monstrosity. Yeah, we couldn't get everything on the table. I mean, it was ridiculous. Oh, I just asked for another table. Yeah. I, if they sit me on a small table and I know I'm in that mood where I'm, we're just gonna like go to town. I'm like. Um, I'm so sorry, but uh, is there a bigger table? And they look, well, you know, this is the table for four. And I'm like, I know, but we're about to order a lot of food. <laughs> so I'm just thinking if you have another table and it's yeah. not too much trouble, we would love to move because we're going to fill it. Yeah. And, and then they're fine. If they can, That's of okay. course, they will. So uh, And music or are people are people's voices the music? I or? think it's nice to have a little music that doesn't detract. Okay. Away yeah. from conversation yeah. because um, I don't know if I'm uh, the older I get, the less I'm able to just focus on what somebody is talking mm. to me. A, if I can hear other people, B, when I can hear music. Yeah. So it depends. Um, if it was drinks and nibbles, yeah, jack the music up yeah. really nice and loud. But if it's background music, I can kind of mm. live without it because if the crowd is. Not very formal. If it's like formal, then I'll put like a little bit of Vivaldi on in the background. You know, I don't throw dinner parties like that, just so you know. I haven't had that. But if if you if it's a starched environment, then the chances are they wouldn't be eating at my yeah. house anyway. I yeah, okay. I, I'm I'm very in a sanctum about who I think acoustics make such a difference I've like increasingly restaurant yeah. reviews I'm seeing are yeah. generally focused on the acoustics and if you could hear the conversation yeah. and then the food comes yeah. second because actually makes such, such a, difference. a difference if you can't hear the conversation you're having you're going to have a bad time if you're with your best friend anyway. and, and somebody literally <laughs> told me the other day, the other day said have you been to this restaurant in Notting Hill and I went yep but I'm not going to lie I'm going to sound like yeah. a grandma but I'm not going to go there because they won't turn the music down the acoustics are awful and I'm going to end up stinking smoke in there and also you know like as someone once said restaurants aren't just about the food it's about lots of different mm. little things to get right and that's just one part of it but yeah. if you get everything right together then that that's when it becomes the kind of magical experience, totally. doesn't it? But totally. it should be your experience, yeah. your pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the customer. And having been having kissed ass in the hospitality industry for a quarter of a century, yeah. it's about not the customer is always right. That's not true. But it is a is really about making your customer well fed, looked yeah. after within reason. If they've got any, you know, requests, try and meet them. But to like when you're like, excuse me, can you turn the muse turn yeah. the music down? <laughs> and you and can't hear them. I'm thinking right. yeah. this is you just trying to be too cool for yourself. Knock yourself out. I just won't come back. Yeah. Okay. Can you tell us about a really memorable or magical dinner that you that you've been to like, um, as a guest, something that really sticks in your memory. Mm. Good hosting. I don't. I think you know it wouldn't be anything sort of monumental. There are a couple of memories. So yeah. one was a really nice meal that we had. I think it was October. We were in the Amalfi Coast. Yeah. We had to get off a boat. 
to get onto another little boat to get to this restaurant. And yeah. I'm fairly sure Stanley Tucci covered that in one of his shows because I was like, I've been there. I've been <laughs> there. Nothing special restaurant. Yeah. It wasn't fancy, but it's right on the rocks. Is it called Dan Adolfo? I think uh, it, I think it yeah. might be. I, I couldn't remember. I was just like, yeah, but this was, place. I don't know, 15, yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. And I remember it. We, we, it was during the day and it was October so we didn't really expect it to even be warm while we yeah. were there but it was just heaven and they let me go in the kitchen yeah. and they showed me how to cook salt baked oh, sea wow. bass and like you know for me yeah. not knowing I was going to be a chef back then that was you know heaven that was lovely but really I always look back at my childhood and I try not to take it for granted because I, I realise now that it was a bit of a golden era and, yeah. it, and it passed me by but there was nothing, I've written about this quite a lot, there was nothing like the memory of being sort of the same height as the buffet table. Because yeah. we'd have buffet, we'd lay it all yeah. on a table. Nobody would sit around a table. Yeah. You grab a plate, you go from, ta- you know, visit auntie and auntie and uncle and say whatever. But it was just endless food. There was music. The women were very glamorous. The men were very dapper and yeah. handsome. And I was just all like, wow. And some of the parties were more formal and some of them were more you know, casual auntie, uncle. Yeah. Those are the parties that I probably haven't seen since, you know, since some of them would yeah. go into the hun- hundred people wow. at like houses, like, and it would just be glamorous and sometimes there'd be dancing yeah. and like, I miss those. And how long were you allowed to stay up for? Oh, we were allowed to stay up. Kids don't have a bedtime when, really? we, when I was a kid, yeah. no. You just, you would eventually just like keel over <laughs> on the sofa the table, and be yeah. found somewhere. You know, where, is, where is she? Is she? Oh, right. Okay. We've put her in the in the guest room where the coats are. So you'd be slept under a pile Amazing. of, you know, coats like that. And it was, that was a really nice time and a very, oh, um, such a beautiful memory. Yeah. It, it Do you think really those memories was. have formed how you host now then? Uh, so one of the things I'm trying to do is because those, those times don't exist anymore, that lavishness and that open house. Yeah. And, we, you know, it's so hard with life today. The yeah, way yeah, life yeah, is, yeah, it's yeah. just not the same world. But I'm trying to take my kids and introduce them to that, some glimpses of that lifestyle. Okay. So, you know, we went to uh, Istanbul in Easter and I wanted to show them this Eastern culture that's very far removed yeah. from like, you know, South Shields, where they kind <laughs> of grew up in Durham and, you know, and... They, we went and met my best friend and her mother and her sister and the kids' aunties and family. We just call them aunties. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's my best friend. And we went and spent like three hours in a pastry shop. And I know that sounds cracked, but for us, like going for tea. Yeah. Is not afternoon tea, but just tea. Just for tea, yeah. And just having aunties rip their cheeks and like pinch them and things. And they'd never had that. I think they were a bit shell-shocked. Really? But we managed to sort of, they loved it. I could Aww. see that they were not, not enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. They were just a bit like, oh. But we kept them really pacified with loads of sweets and, <laughs> you know, desserts. And I, I keep wanting to take them to family functions like gathering so they can get a taste yeah. of that because it's really those things you can't yeah. I mean you're because you do do a lot of supper clubs as well as writing for magazines as well as you know all the stuff you do online food trends what do you what do you I, know, <laughs> I, knew, I thought I'd get that reaction is there something 
that you think, yes, that's a good one? Or is this something that you just cannot get along with? Or something that you used to do that you just have abandoned? Like no, I don't. I'm not a trend I'm, like, like I'm, I'm a Capricorn. Yeah, I, mean, I don't follow any trends. If, every, if, if it's a trend, just, I'm, I'm busy telling everyone how crap it is. Yeah. It's not in my nature. Yeah. No. And and I've, after a while, tedium kicks in and I... I I don't. Because so it kind of reaches the... the it does. You know, like salted caramel was a trend that was massively abused. Into, yeah. Shakshuka was massively oh, abu- God, yeah, yeah. abused. I would say miso is getting a real mm. battering right now. Not that any of these things aren't great. On their own. Don't get mm. me it's wrong. Just how it's oversaturation, used. isn't it's it? It's oversaturation or having them like, you know, shakshuka, what people call shakshuka. I'm like, oh, get, just call it baked eggs mm. for heaven. So that's nothing like it. You know, it just gets so yeah. far away from what, what did, something is. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. why are you calling it yeah. that? It's not even, yeah. it's nothing like that. Mm. Um my current frustration that I expressed on threads because I'm not really sure what the hell you're supposed no, to do with this platform. No, no. <laughs> so I go and have a post-midnight rant that nobody listens to, which is great for me. It's like therapy. <laughs> it's, release, yeah. really yeah. okay. it's Very rarely nice. does anyone read it. So it's where I'm a bit more of a potty mouth than I am. Um, is mayo on everything. Oh. It's lazy as hell because it makes things look pretty on Instagram. I like mayo. Let me just park that there. Yeah. Mayo on chicken wings, mayo on tater tots, mayo on sushi, mayo, but like, you know, oh, like spider web looking oh, drizzle, drizzle yeah. just, just finishing everything. I don't want your sriracha mayo. Pack it in. I don't want your curry spice mayo. I don't want your turmeric mayo. Bugger off. <laughs> Put the bottle away because it makes it look pretty. It's too much. And yeah. often it's not even on the menu description. No. And that really gets me. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's lazy. Yeah. And when it comes with so many things on top of it, you can't tell what it is. How can you You eat a chicken wing that's slathered in mayo? It's already, it's enough messy. It's like the loaded fries thing. This is also. And then I saw an advert last night that Domino's allowed in loaded fries. And Matt, my husband. That's it, that's it. Just went, oh my God, that looks rank. And for him to say it, I'm like, (laughs) okay. It's really funny because if you think about certain things, like last night I had this really good idea for a recipe. Like it's a fusion of... My love for chart street food, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Indian street mm. food, which is chart is if I'm wrong and I'm sitting yeah. next no. to an expert, is absolutely pretty much anything street foody that that is then bathed in tamarind yogurt. Yeah. You yeah. know, crunchy so, things so like that. So actually means to lick. So in oh. theory, it's any street food that makes you want to lick your lips <laughs> or okay. that makes you want to lick your oh, fingers afterwards. Okay. It just means to lick and it can be anything. It's typified so by you having... Make, you can make samosa chart. Samosa chart, you can make puri chart. Anything can be a chart. It's basically street food that makes you yeah. want to lick your fingers. With all of the little toppings yeah. and anyway. stuff. Yeah. I see, but that comes covered in loads yeah, of yeah. different stuff yeah. and I never grow tired of that because yeah. it works yeah. and it doesn't it, it's balanced yeah. you've got cooling yogurt yeah. spicy food yeah. something sweet there's something a reason fresh. it's all there it's yeah. so good yeah. Yeah. if you were to have a fantasy dinner party with three or four guests they could be dead live pop stars food heroes family members pop who would you stars <laughs> okay not pop stars <laughs> who what would be your fantasy dinner party um so i would definitely like to have oscar wilde yeah. he would have to be there um the best conversation stephen fry oh, oh pretty so much well. alan carl great <laughs> my three. Three, three iconic guys. gay men amazing <laughs> and my husband is like can i not come like no darling no. you can't come actually he'd probably amazing. be really good Incredible. at it but yeah i think i think 
that would provide me with ample stimulus because I, even though I'm a talker, like I like love to listen, to listen yeah. to yeah, people who have interesting things to say. Not yeah. not just lecturing, but interesting things to say. And I love witty people. Yeah. Yeah. The people who don't act arrogant in any way, but they allude yeah. to certain things in the subtlest sort of touch of a nose yeah. and you yeah. you but you're yeah. dying inside. I find that really entertaining. As long as it's not mean at someone else's expense. Sure. I think we'll just wrap up by because we're we're moving on towards Christmas now. And I know you you do love Christmas, don't you? Yeah, I, I do. I get oh, my God, I put I've up seen, my tree two yeah. weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah, of yes. course. This is what I was going to say to you. You put up your tree on November the, was it the 18th? Something. I can't even. It was more about a date scheduling mm. where the kids were there and I was there. Tell us about it. Christmas around your house. What happens? What do you cook? Who comes round? Um, What's the deal? It's not like it used to be right. because I used to you know, even before the kids and my husband, I used to get together with my cousin and I would go to her house and do all the cooking. Oh, and wow. in some ways that hasn't changed. Yeah. I still yeah. go to her yeah. house and do cooking. Um, but, you know, since I've moved to Yorkshire and now especially that there are kids in my mm. life, I do want to kind of be present and be make that where I want to be for Christmas. So um, actually my in-laws come round and I really like having yeah. them there because they are really chill. Um, so my mother and father-in-law come round and the kids will be there with us, but we'll do it on Boxing Day because of just the, the shift of when we have the kids yeah. versus when yeah. they're at their mum's. So um, yeah, I'm going to, I wasn't going to do a turkey this year. Oh, okay. I'd sworn that I just decided that it's going to be too expensive and, you know, I'll just get two chickens instead. And, and then, I don't know, I got filled with some kind of Christmas glee or glitter. <laughs> and I was like, screw it. And I ordered a turkey. But there's um, a fantastic chicken and turkey farm about five minute drive for me. Right. Amazing. And I love them. So, so do you go full trot or do you just do a mix of everything? No, What's I that? do full traditional. Do you? Yeah. Who the hell wants to eat my middle, my own Middle Eastern food? <laughs> I don't want to eat my own Middle Eastern <laughs> I'm sure, Nation, I'm sure you love eating my Middle Eastern food for Christmas, but I don't want to. Okay, for me, this. that's a novel yeah. treat yeah. to eat yeah. a proper traditional roast. So, um, so yeah, turkey. And I only cook it for two and a half hours yeah. and it's just perfect. And what sides would you have? Stuffing? Roasties? So... My husband, I I my is roasties? this a Geordie thing? My husband is like, he thinks that Yorkshire puddings yeah. should go with everything. Yeah, it do, we, my grandma used to do Yorkshire puddings on Every, it. Even a chicken. Yeah. I learned that on my third date with him. Yeah, he yeah, made yeah. me make them. If you go for a roast, <laughs> I've said it before, if you go for a roast in Newcastle, you will always get a Yorkie. Yeah. You'll yeah. always get one. So I've two. learned that lesson. So okay. there's definitely Yorkshire puddings. There's definitely stuffing balls. There's definitely, I will not call them pigs in blankets. There's definitely sausages wrapped <laughs> in, in bloody bacon. bacon. <laughs> uh, there's loads of mini sausages. And then there's cabbage. And then there's yeah. carrots. There's parsnips, roast potatoes, mash, because Ollie's a mash junkie. Yeah. And... Um, uh, Brussels sprouts as well, and uh, partridge in a pear tree, basically, and a, and about three buckets full of gravy. Yeah, yeah the gravy that. is it's, it's a, a not essential. it's a northern essential. huge deal. It's, oh, yeah. I think I might be part northern anyway because yeah, I was are. always I never understood what London gravy rationing was. Oh no, I, God you know, no, you would get. I, I know, don't want, or it'd be like some thick, I like tiny don't little jus. Put wine and call it a just. Yeah. I don't yeah. want a just no. on my roast. <laughs> I want a gravy. <laughs> Thank you very much. I want gravy, proper gravy. <laughs> Like, I love gravy, and I love that in Yorkshire, honestly, when you ask for extra gravy, they go, yeah, yeah. no problem, and they just bring it out. 
along with endless spuds. And I know you hate roast potatoes. I don't hate them. She's weird. What do you hate? She's weird. How can you hate? <laughs> things I don't. I don't really like champagne. I'd rather have beer, and I don't like. Truffle. I don't really like roast. I do not oh, like truffle. truffle. Don't even. I love you. I love you. You're the person I want three, to be out three, with. So I can have your yeah. champagne. Yeah. I can eat your truffle and I'll eat your roast potatoes. I don't think it's weird. I think it's, it's not just weird at all. It's just something I don't like. But I love what you say about Christmas being trapped because actually in our house as well, there's chili sauces on the side. Sure, but of course. The actual meal is relatively trapped because that yeah. was, I mean, in inverted commas, that was exotic to yeah, us. Yeah, it was. To have what we would call English dinner. <laughs> this is yeah, it was so people, exotic to have English dinner. We were like, what wow. people don't understand yeah. about growing up as a, like a foreign kid, you know, people are like, "Ooh, you like school dinners?" And I'm like, "Cause it it's was so, so different." To <laughs> us. Yeah, like, so exotic, so and they're different. like, "What?" And I'm like, "I never <laughs> used to eat that stuff at home. So I used to go mm. and like go gung ho on sausage yeah. pie and yeah. like, woo, <laughs> you know, amazing." Okay, well, I think we'll wrap it up there on that gorgeous note. <laughs> but thanks for coming and sharing all of your tips and your memories. It's so cool to Thank see you, you again. Thank you. You guys um, too. And just a shout out to where, where people can connect with you online and things that you're doing. Like everywhere on the internet that yeah. is me is just my name, <laughs> Sabri- SabrinaGayor.com. Sabrina Gayot on everything. You, like, won't, find it's a, just you won't find another Sabrina there. Well, you better not. You tell, <laughs> you, you tell me where she is and I'll go and uh, do her in. Amazing. Cool. Well, thanks for coming to chat to us today, Sabrina. You. It's been a joy. Thanks so Thank much, you. guys. And uh, I'm going to say it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, indeed. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Olive Podcast. For recipes and more information, head to olivemagazine.com. Do remember to listen out for our effortless bonus episodes where our guests reveal their best cooking cheats, hacks and shortcuts. And don't forget to subscribe at iTunes, Acast, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.